Hello, everyone. We're recording again from Raw Republic. It's Sheena and Amberly tonight. Hello. We, it's so late. We're hanging out at Raw Republic. We've been here all day. We've been working. We've been working together to help open this place. Other people have been helping us work. Amberly is working on her coaching practice. So, so many things have been going on today. And it's been a pretty awesome day, like many mm-hmm. of the days here. So we're going to talk about some things that came up, some things that we were talking about in our personal lives that we feel is relevant to a lot of people. And yeah, we're just going to... We're just going to do it. We're just going to do it. Because <laughs> that's what we want to do. Yep. So... The first thing that we were going to bring up and kind of talk about a little bit was something that we were actually literally just talking about. And it's, it's personified by people who are our parents' age, but I think that there are some aspects of this that people our age relate to and, and can connect with. And we were just saying, we were talking about our parents and we were talking about a lot of relationships that we have with people who are in their 40s and 50s and some of our clients are that age so we were talking from experience of coaching them and experience of coaching them and and kind of the difficulties of things that they face sometimes and something that was coming up was that there are a lot of things that are shifting in the world that are difficult for people in that generation to begin shifting. And it came up because we were talking about um, family, some family things. I was talking about family things on my side and the idea of forgiveness and um, moving past scenarios to experience more joy because ultimately that's like always the final goal mm-hmm. and everything that we do is to create more joy and happiness in ourselves so that we can emit more of that joy and happiness into the world. So what I see as a roadblock for a lot of people that I'm related to some extended family and some, um, very close family is forgiveness. And it's, um, it's something that's sometimes hard to bring up with people because it's a very sensitive thing. It's something that a lot of people latch on to and hold as their own. And it's very limiting and it's very debilitating. And so when we talk about it, I kind of want you to start thinking about like aspects of that in yourself that you can relate that idea too. It may not be forgiveness for you, but maybe it's something else. And so this is like kind of deep. So, um, maybe you think about it now, maybe it just starts planting a seed, but for me, it's just, it's just kind of significant right now. So I kind of want to talk about it. So when we talk about forgiveness and we talk about situations in our life that require forgiveness, not only is that an action and a reaction for you, it also creates action and reaction with the other person. And it, sometimes it's a, it's a subconscious reaction, and but it does take a conscious person to begin that course of action. So it takes someone like you to tune into this podcast or tune into information that is forcing you to be more introspective and to, to ask more questions of yourself personally. Like, how am I operating in this world? How am I, how am I emitting? How am I, um, operating with other people? How am I existing within myself? All of those questions that, that people who live without a conscious state of mind don't ask and they just, they're just living and it, they're missing out on a lot. And I think that they are not, they're not living a life that is like rich. I think that it takes a lot of the richness out of your life for you to not fully connect with who you are. And so one of the tools that I'm giving you and talking about tonight is that tool of connecting through the power of forgiveness. So in situations in my life where 
forgiveness has been necessary, I know that without completing that situation through an intention of forgiveness, that situation continues to draw out my energy so that my energy cannot be utilized in another more exciting, more joyful, more playful, um, more self-serving way. It's actually self-sabotaging to be in that state. So, um, yeah, just maybe like take a couple of breaths right now and, and connect with something that's coming up for you that may a situation, a person, an experience that needs forgiveness, maybe deep forgiveness of yourself, deep forgiveness of someone else. And think about don't just, I'm not going to let you get off the hook easily with this one because a lot of my coaching clients get off the hook, um, with other therapists. And then they come to me and they're like, Whoa, actually I do have to go there. And you actually do because it's not, it's not enough to just half ass your healing anymore. It's, it's required for you to step into greatness and to do that. You have to be really, really honest. So when you think about the situation, I don't want the the thought to come into your mind okay you know like i halfway forgave that person or yeah i forgave that person but every time i look at them i want to spit in their face <laughs> not okay every time i look at that person i want to curse them out or like uh, i forgave that person but they're still less than a person than i am mm-hmm. this is not complete forgiveness complete forgiveness is is looking at a situation looking at a person and having little to no reaction. This is a huge endeavor. And I totally understand that. I understand that from like the depths of my heart because I've, I've uh, like everyone, you know, I am not a victim. I'm not, um, special. I've experienced everything just like all of you have. So this is, this is truly difficult. I know because shifts are difficult, but it's, truly such a gift. And so I I want you to do this for yourself. I want you to think about a situation or a person or an experience that triggers an emotion in your mind. And I want you to imagine seeing that person, that experience, that situation and feeling nothing but love and gratitude And in the creation of that vibration in relation to this, you have forgiven. And so in remembering this and and absorbing this vibration into your body, you allow that vibration to, to resurface when the situation resurfaces, because it will, especially if you haven't completely learned the lesson, especially if, you know, you just kind of half-ass forgave or just kind of half-ass healed. That's, um, that's a cute way for the universe to just be like, yep, look at this again. Cause you didn't get it, <laughs> which is fun. So, um, yeah. That's something, I don't know. I just kind of felt like talking Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. I also want to share something that I learned specifically from you. And it was when I was going through something personal and kind of a big shift in my life. And you told me the highest, most healing vibration in the world is love and that you need to, if a person has a chance or any chance of healing or changing a behavioral pattern that might not be useful for the world, the best chance they have of healing is to send them as much love as possible, which is very hard to do because I feel like with me personally, I was trying to protect myself 
by being like, well, they're trying, what if they're trying to manipulate me or take something from mm-hmm. me? And you were like, it doesn't matter. Just send them as much love as possible. Cause that's the biggest way you're going to help heal them. And I thought that was really powerful and very true. Uh, and it kind of just shifted my whole perception of, uh, it doesn't, even matter if somebody's operating from a place of manipulation or hate or anger, it matters what you're sending to them and, and in sending them love, they have a better chance of healing those mm-hmm. behavioral patterns in them because mm-hmm. anger and hate and all that is just an absence of love. Mm-hmm. So if you're sending that person love, that is the best way of forgiving and healing them. Mm-hmm. And I was, I remember us talking about that. And one of the examples that I used for you was think about someone in jail. Think Mm -hmm. about someone that's incarcerated. Right. That person has so much anger and so much hatred and so most likely I'm, I'm kind of judging the situation and just kind of generalizing it a little bit, but I imagine that I would, if I were in jail, I'd probably have a lot of those negative feelings as well. Mm -hmm. But despite that, that the person in jail is not going to change the way they operate by someone continuing to be angry at them, hate them, judge them most likely that's not going to cause a shift in someone mm-hmm. who's in jail. Right. But what might cause a shift in someone who's in jail is if someone expresses love to them or kindness or forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because the only opportunity that someone who, with who's so hard with so much hatred and so much anger, the only chance that that person has is someone breaking their heart open with love, showing them that there's another way to handle the situation, showing them that there's another frequency with which to operate, exposing it to them. How often do, do people in jail get to experience love? I mean, luckily I don't have to experience that. Luckily I don't have to experience being homeless or being in jail or, or anything like that. But I, I would imagine that there's just not a lot of raised vibrations. There's not a lot of love in that sort of atmosphere, Mm -hmm. but if there were, and if there were some people who could bring that to that environment, I picture that some of those people would be able to change totally and so that's that's the the energy that i like to give to people and the the example that i like to give to people because it matters not what sort of situation you're dealing with it matters that the energy and the frequency that you're putting into the environment is one of love no matter what you know it's It's no different than looking at a rapist and being able to forgive them for what they did or a murderer and being able to forgive them for what they did as it is to look at someone, you know, who hurt your feelings or did something that you felt was unjust to you, like however trivial it may seem. And, and yet it, it, to a lot of people, they see it in a totally different way of, of, Viewing and it's mm-hmm. it really is the same. Forgiveness is forgiveness. Love is love. And like, how do you, when you start practicing in your daily life, like, um, you know, the situation, like, you do it by bringing awareness to your small situations. You do it by by remembering that girl that was a bitch to you in high school and seeing her on, uh, you know, in the store, Save and her. then <laughs> and then you know, you do it by practicing seeing her and saying like. Mm-hmm. I express so much just in your heart. Mm -hmm. I express love to you Mm -hmm. and I'm so happy to see you because we're human. We like connection. Mm -hmm. We like seeing people that we remember from our past. Like, and so letting, letting prior situations go and refilling that void with a, a, an energy and a frequency of love Mm -hmm. 
practicing that in small situations, like it adds up so much. Mm -hmm. It, it really does. It starts changing the way that you operate in such an amazing way. And so we always say on this podcast and we, we talk about it a lot. Like this is a time for you to begin healing. Like we intend through our words that something is, is reacting in you to begin a course of healing. One, two, we intend that with our words, some awareness is brought into your perspective so that you begin operating in a different way. And three, we hope to kind of also bring you at ease with, with something that you're dealing with or in any scenario in your life that needs um, relaxation and calm. And if that happens to be your mind, then this is your opportunity. Like tune in, but also tune out, just absorb some of this vibration and some of this frequency, because we really do. We emit that through our words. And there also might be some things that we say that might irritate you, which could bring about an awareness to, look at, okay, why is this irritating me? There might be an aspect of you that needs healing in regards to what it is that Mm -hmm. we're saying. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also a very good notion to take into account your feelings coming up during different topics that are discussed and delving into that a little bit further and exploring, okay, why do I feel this way? And kind of your own journey of Mm self-exploration, which I think not a lot of people have time in today's world to really self-reflect and uh, this will provide you a really good opportunity to take that time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because we're not all meditating every day, which we need to be doing in some way. Right. People get so aggravated with me. I feel, I feel their agitation when I'm like, let's meditate. And they're like, (laughs) what? the fuck means they need to do it more i would rather do anything else than to sit there with my thoughts and it is like right really sucky at first Mm -hmm. it is somewhat annoying at first because especially if you don't meditate very often Mm -hmm. the first thing that's going to happen is your mind's going to start emptying and releasing and like just gutting out completely and it's Mm -hmm. it's because there are so many thoughts that are unprocessed in your mind that need time to process which is why it's important to like be silent and by yourself regularly it's just it's a Mm non-negotiable so a lot of times when you start meditating and intending to spend time in that way, you will feel very agitated. A lot of your, your mind will just like have monk, you'll have monkey brain. That's what they call it. Mm -hmm. And that does subside. Like the more you work on meditation and the more you work on reflection and, and being quiet. And so that's a positive. I also wanted to say, speaking of meditation, I was reading a book called The Silva Method, S-I-L-V-A, mm-hmm. and part of the meditation, it's for healing your physical body or, or different parts of your life that you need healing with, um, it actually discussed as part of the meditation to envision the very first person that pops into your head, mm-hmm. having to needing forgiveness. So the very first person that pops in your head that you feel like you need to forgive, picture forgiving that person and sending them as much light and love as possible. And that will help you heal your physical body, which I thought was really interesting because I never correlated the two. Mm -hmm. And it was saying in the book that this is like a huge part in healing yourself and different organs and tissues and uh, because every organ holds an, a certain emotion, according to traditional Chinese medicine and other modalities out there. So I think that was really interesting to view it as, you know, something manifesting physically in your body, mm-hmm. ha- being connected to f- needing to forgive, mm-hmm. which, I mean, is exactly what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. So, um, so that is a very cool way of meditating. Uh, so you first, you first create the frequency of forgiveness, which is the mm-hmm. frequency of love. Right. And then 
because you were telling me you were describing this to me and it's so interesting, mm-hmm. this method. So what do you, is that just one way to start tapping into like the way that you're supposed to be healing or is it, that's it for, in regards to meditation or the silver just, method? Oh, the silver method. Yeah. I think the silver method is one of the most powerful healing methods out there and anyone can do it if you, you know, put your mind to it. So you can do anything you put yeah exactly yay (laughs) (laughs) biggest cheerleader Uh, so if you were to picture the person that you need to forgive does every does every silva method program start with this no there are different ways to access this yeah okay right so this is just one okay it's basically in general the silva method encourages you to heal yourself with your mind okay that's it okay so one of the the very first like basic teachings of the silva method is to send forgiveness to the person that needs the most forgiveness in your life and i've found that just personally me forgiving this person i was really forgiving myself and different parts of myself that maybe I allowed boundaries to be crossed or I didn't stand up for myself and, and that, you know, consequently the other person acted a certain way that I was irritated with them Mm -hmm. for acting that way. But then I was like, well, I kind of allowed it to happen. It was, I allowed it. Mm -hmm. So sending that person forgiveness and also sending myself forgiveness and love and then picturing the body parts that, I needed healing. So for instance, it would be like, I had a little bit of a tissue buildup in my calf and I would just focus on, you can picture anything in your mind, uh, having to do with that type of healing. So you can picture like little army men chiseling away at the tissue and sending like blood and oxygen and, uh, and light. And, you know, you can even picture like a little vacuum cleaner sucking out the excess tissue or Mm -hmm. you can picture anything you want. You can picture a Tasmanian devil running through your body and just like clearing all the crap out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whatever you need to do to envision uh, a process happening. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's what you can do. And you do this, I think for 40 days. So it's, it's kind of based on like uh, 40 days and 40 nights, you know, mm-hmm. they mentioned that in the Bible and they also scientifically say, scientifically say that that promotes like a big transformation in mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. is 40 days of doing something consistently. Right. So you do that for 40 days and there are ways you can like build upon it and make it more detailed. And, uh, you do this, you know, you can do it before you're going to bed at night or before you fully wake up in the morning. So you're in that kind of meditative state already. And it's very easy to just go to that space. So doing that, I think after day 14, it was almost completely gone. The tissue buildup, which made me realize, wow, my mind is way more powerful than I thought, or I really needed to forgive this person. (laughs) So, okay. So did you think about the same situation every single day, every single day? Yeah. Every single day, the same person, the same situation, sending forgiveness, light, love uh, to both that person and myself, Mm -hmm. which I kind of added in there. And then, yeah, picturing like a vacuum or little army men, you know, clearing up the tissue Mm -hmm. and sending a lot of oxygen and blood and new new skin cells, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So when you're picturing forgiving that person Mm -hmm. at the beginning, is it just to, to begin like resonating with that feeling? I, I feel like it's just a way of getting yourself into that vibration of love or elevating your vibration in general, which will promote healing. So any kind of like density mm-hmm. in your body is going to hold you back from healing. Okay. So when you're learning this practice of mm-hmm. Silva method healing, do they say that you need to do it for any particular amount of time? No, you can do it whenever you feel inspired to do it for however long you feel inspired to do it for. So some mornings I would do it for five minutes or I would do it for 10 minutes before bed. And then other times I can do it, you know, for 40 minutes to 60 minutes. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day. And, um, I think 
obviously the longer you do it or the more frequently that you do it, the more benefit you're going to get out of it. So I would try to do it in the mornings before I would fully wake up. I was in kind of an already meditative state. And then you can also do the same thing before you go to sleep at night, kind of when you're relaxing the mind and in that relaxed state already, you can easily go to that space where you're able to heal yourself. And yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love when there are no rules. That's my most favorite thing ever. That is definitely my space. Yeah, it is. It is totally, it has you written all over it because it doesn't, I mean, there are so many things and I, I like look back on so many aspects of my life and my childhood and being in school and so many things are so restrictive mm-hmm. of our creativity and our ability to access spirituality, mm-hmm. energy, everything like with rules, you limit your ability to mm-hmm. access what is uniquely yours, which right. is your higher self, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, it's exactly. it's limiting when someone tells you this is how you have to do it and you have to do it for this amount of time and you have to do it in this space. It's just, mm-hmm. it's nonsense. Right. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I think that's awesome. I And I do think that that also makes it more accessible for people to do things like that more often because... You don't have to, if you, if you want to start meditating, mm-hmm. you don't have to wake up at five thirty in the right. morning and meditate during the sunrise because right. that's the best time to do it. Like mm-hmm. if the best time for you to meditate is when you five feel. minutes before you go to mm-hmm. sleep or in the middle of the day during mm-hmm. your lunch break or, um, right when you wake up in the morning, like it doesn't matter. Right. It really doesn't. It's whenever you feel in your gut, like you need it most. Right. Yeah. And, and that it's something that you're called to do. Mm-hmm. And Amberly and I talk about this all the time also, like healing people and healing ourselves and meditating. We go to the weirdest places. Obviously, I mean, you like kind of started talking about that a second ago, like right. little army men, like yeah. healing your calf. Like, <laughs> like that doesn't sound normal. No, it's not normal at all. It's not, but it's but it works. what works. Right. And it really, truly does. Mm-hmm. And like, we are here giving you the power to do that if that's what you're called to do for yourself. So if you are called to start healing yourself in a way that everyone else thinks is weird, no one else thinks is working, but it's just something that comes into your consciousness and says like, if you want to heal this aspect of your body and, and then like an image comes into your mind, like a Tasmanian devil, army men, what, did, what else did you say? A dinosaur came up for you today. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And you go with it. And right. then you start, and then when you like start going into the flow and like going into those thought patterns, mm-hmm. what happens is more ideas and more creativity mm-hmm. begins to be able to flow through you because you're going right. with the flow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I meditate to rap music. I don't know how you do that, uh, but I'm proud of it too. To you. <laughs> I think I'm the only person in the universe who meditates to rap music. Talk talk me through one of those sessions, please. Okay. Well, it's whatever calls to you or whatever makes you happy. So if I want something that makes me feel more joyful or something that's going to put me in a joyful state, I don't feel like meditating to a guided, you know, yogi at that moment. I want to go back to a happy memory of mine, which was hip hop class when I was 10 years old and going to, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, you know, that works for that moment in time. And then other moments in time, I want to have a guided yogi, full fledged 90 minute meditation. And then other days I'm like, you know what? I want to put some Nelly on. <laughs> like which song? It's actually, you want to know the actual rap song? Uh-huh. It's called, it's by the group Black, B-L-A-Q-U-E. Mm-hmm. And I believe the name of the song is called, you're totally judging me right now. No, I'm not. Oh, I see your face. I'm not judging you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the name of the song is, what is it called? It's that song. She ain't got that junk in her trunk. Oh my God. You know? (laughs) Oh wait, no, I think it's called ain't got the moves like I do or something. Oh my God. You're so 808. Is that it? I've heard that song. Yeah. 
if that's the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Wow, that would be your meditative rap song. And that was the first hip-hop song that I danced to, and it brings me into a happy state. It's just, it's so funny. That's awesome. It's funny, because I'm a, a 10-year-old white girl mm-hmm. in a hip-hop class dancing to <laughs> black. You know? That's awesome. It just makes me laugh. And then 20 years later, you're meditating, too. Right, and it makes me... You know what actually happened? I was very stressed out, and I saw it was 8.08 in the morning, and I thought, I used to think the lyrics to that song was 8.08 means love, and it kind of was like, wait, that's really interesting, 8.08, and I was thinking of, like, you need more love in this situation. Obviously, those aren't the actual lyrics, but I thought that those were the lyrics when I was little and I would Mm -hmm. sing it all the time Mm -hmm. that way. And so I just threw my headphones on and I was like, I need to listen to this song. And I was just grinning from ear to ear the whole time and just rocking out (laughs) in my office. And I was, I looked like a freak, but I did not even care because it put me in such a happy state. Even right now I'm like smiling about Mm -hmm. it because it just is, was such a joyful little moment in time for me. And it worked. Mm -hmm. Brought me to my happy place. That's awesome. I went with it. I didn't judge myself for it. I kind of did a little bit. But then afterwards, I was like, that was so worth it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. These are good. These are good tools. These are good access points for you guys. This is, again, a time for you to just know that everything that you're doing is okay. Know that everything that you're doing is positive and supporting you on your journey. Whatever that may be. So if you feel called to listen to Black tomorrow morning <laughs> to meditate because it's the only thing that you could possibly fathom being enjoyable right. in the realm of meditation. I, yeah. I speculate some of you are thinking that. Balls to the wall. Yeah. Do it. Always. Always. That's so cute. I want to picture everyone listening to this podcast and meditating to that for the first time. <laughs> That's incredible. I love it. Oh, yeah. I... I fully embrace my freak flag. Oh my God. (laughs) I know you do. I know. I do too. That's why we're friends. I know. Yeah, you are. You are quite the weirdo. That's who I am. What do you want me to say? I'm weird. If I, honestly, if I didn't allow that part of me to start coming out, Mm -hmm. I would be so constipated. I would be energetically constipated for sure, but you would probably I would be physically constipated. Be both, yeah, most likely, both. yeah, because we—I mean, we all have to do so much. We have to operate so much. We operate mm-hmm. more than Is human normal. humanity right. has ever operated. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there has never been a time where we have worked on things that are potentially like not about survival, right? Right. Unless you consider money survival. But Mm -hmm. I'm actually like speaking of just like finding food, Mm -hmm. eating food, having sex and having babies. Right. Like the amount of time that was spent on just those things was Mm -hmm. the majority of our time. Right. So now that is the smallest portion Mm -hmm. of our time. Right. And the largest portion of our time is Mm -hmm. sometimes doing things that are not supportive of that. And not restorative mm-hmm. and also not inspiring sometimes, right. mm-hmm. especially if we're in the perspective right. or state of mind and thinking that what we're doing to earn money is not mm-hmm. um, supporting us in that way or right. like inspiring mm-hmm. or whatever. So what was I saying? I don't know, but I was going to make a point. Okay. You make a point. <laughs> so... I feel like in our society, we're under a chronic stress response where before it's like, oh, we need a hunt. You know, it's like fight or flight (laughs) mode for like a few minutes. Hunting sounds fun at this point in time in my life. I'm like, oh my God. People use that as a creative outlet now where before Mm -hmm. it was a stress response. That's how bad it's gotten for us people. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) now we're under a chronic stress response of having email on our phone. Like we never get away from work. Never. It just follows, follows us everywhere. So when you are under a chronic stress response, 
all of your creativity shuts down all of your you know it can be your sex drive your all of any kind of expression shuts down when you are stressed out and that is stifling in and of itself and i feel like that also just breeds more disease mm-hmm. and dysfunction and unhappiness depression mm-hmm. all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff it's just a a sick cycle mm-hmm. and it's It's exactly why we're doing what we're doing and we're talking Mm -hmm. about what we're talking about because we have to give, we have to give people more information to be able to get out of that cycle Mm -hmm. because it's, it's a cycle where we don't operate as beings of light. We Mm -hmm. operate as robotic humans and we, if, Mm -hmm. if we, you know, there are a lot of people who may live an entire lifetime in, mm-hmm. in operating in that way, but I just think that the world is being called to operate at a higher frequency. Right. And in order to change the world, in order to bring more love into the world and, and so that more people who are, who are potentially uninformed or um, who are suffering, in order to shift the world so deeply so that those people can actually shift. Mm -hmm. We have to, the people who are just kind of neutral, Mm -hmm. which a lot of us are, Mm -hmm. we have to start shifting. Right. And that's the majority of people, Mm -hmm. the majority of people who will be listening to this podcast. I mean, they're, we're all just neutrals. We're, we're, (laughs) we're basic bitches. We're basic bitches. (laughs) And we can be more than that. And that's, that's what's up. We're basic witches. Oh yeah, we're basic witches. Yeah, we're basic aliens, <laughs> <laughs> which is a whole other cool. topic. Um, but yeah, so oh, I was saying that if I did not act like a crazy person or mm-hmm. like do something out of my comfort zone or do something incredibly creative mm-hmm. or do something super fun, like these are. I, I always use the term like adding in mm-hmm. and, and like using tools. I don't know why. Like I'm not, I'm not nerdy like you. Like I don't I'm generally nerdy. use that terminology, mm-hmm. but it just makes sense in my brain. Right. Like what we talk about is important to add in and to like have in a little toolbox that you just like open and, and you take out what you need at certain times. And like, you're talking nerdy to me. I know. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. it. Just, that's, it's like coming to my brain. Uh-huh. Got it. So that's, that's what is that those little things are, mm-hmm. are just like, what's going to start shifting you. And right. that's, so that's why we're talking about them just to give you the empowerment to do them. I feel like I've talked to so many of my friends who have so many wonderful ideas to bring to this world and, and different gifts and talents, but they are so stifled by their work lives and they are exhausted at the end of the day and don't have time to pursue their creative passions. And it really is, you know, a shame. I feel like our world is stifling our creativity so much. And if we started really trusting in ourselves and feeling empowered to kind of entertain, uh, pursuing a more creative outlet or creative expressions, Mm -hmm. the world would be healing at a much faster rate because people are feeling better about themselves. They are also doing things to help other people. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of, uh, people that I talk to really, their creative expressions and their passions lie in helping other people. Mm -hmm. And, I feel like we need to just start going for it Mm -hmm. and not caring about, you know, or being scared. It's like going to benefit us. And in the most, most of the ways in which like we identify with something benefiting us is Mm -hmm. if it's making us money, which is obviously necessary. Money Mm -hmm. is energy, but like, for example, in my life, I'm running a juice bar. Mm -hmm. I'm opening a wellness center. I'm a coach. Mm Mm-hmm. And those things are obviously intended to sustain me energetically through money. However, and and I can, I could legitimately take up 24 hours a day, seven days a week Mm -hmm. managing these operations. 
if I don't step outside of what of what that is, mm-hmm. I I just become totally identified with this business that I've created, right. and I lose an identity mm-hmm. and a connection with 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 bigger meaning, mm-hmm. right. which also means that through my business, that lesser meaning mm-hmm. is what will come through. Right. And that's not healing. Mm-hmm. That's not connective. Right. That's not inspiring. Mm-hmm. What is inspiring is me finding a place within myself that, that lights me up and inspires me and makes me be creative and then also heals me or, or is there for me in a time of need or, or is, you know, the most joyful thing to me. What, right. what brings that to what I emit in the world mm-hmm. through this business or through talking to someone, right. which is sometimes even more important. Mm-hmm. What comes through are the times that I spend on those things, mm-hmm. like doing something with my friends that is joyful or right. spending time in nature mm-hmm. or meditating with you yeah. or like just doing something that's like totally out of, you know, the norm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so fun. And yeah. it's like, it's, it's like we were talking about earlier, like just getting an idea and going with it. Like just start practicing that practice. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I have this like idea that I kind of like want to go kayaking or I want to try, um, I want to go to a knitting class or like it just, go with whatever starts popping mm-hmm. in your head and you'll start right. discovering that that's like, that's the way that the angels communicate with you. And that's the way that your higher self communicates with you. And the more you start listening to those voices, the more, the, the more they will start talking to you. Right. And giving mm-hmm. you guidance and inspiration in times when you actually like really need it. And right. and you'll be able to make decisions mm-hmm. easier too. And that's mm-hmm. like one of the number one signs of being connected to your intuition is, is being able to make decisions. Right. And it's because mm-hmm. you don't question who mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is in alignment with my higher self. Mm-hmm. This is in alignment with the angels that protect me and surround me all the time. Right. Yeah. I I feel like people so often hold back from doing something that pops into their head because they're like, oh, no, I have to go do the laundry or I have, you know, they're on a regimented schedule and they don't do something just for the sake of doing it mm-hmm. and just for the sake of being in the in a moment and it could be, you know, I really just want to watch that movie or I want to go, you know, I'm inspired to draw something out or design what I feel like I want to build one day as a house or, you know, just any kind of thing like that. People, that's such a cute thought. What is, have you drawn something that you want to be your house? Maybe. That's cute. You have? (laughs) have Uh, I've, I've toyed around with it. That's cute. But you I, should do that. I haven't like totally legitimately designed it. I mean, it kind of looks like a stick house right now because I'm in not your very, brain, in my brain. <laughs> yeah. But on paper too, I'm not very skillful at artwork, but I don't care because I fun. like doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, That's uh, cute. I was actually inspired to, I had so much work to do and I was inspired to go sit out on the lakefront uh, Lake Pontchartrain and just sit there and stare out into the water. And I was like, I don't have time for this. I just, I I can't bring myself to do it. And Mm -hmm. I forced myself to do it. And I noticed that it started improving my eyesight, which was so weird because I guess I'm attributing now, you know, my eyesight has gotten weaker, but I think it's because I've been reading so much and studying so much and, Mm -hmm. uh, replying to emails and just, you know, sitting in an office or looking at a computer screen or looking at your phone all Mm -hmm. the time. It, my vision, you know, far away has gotten blurrier, but now when I would sit out in nature or sit by the lake and just look out as far as possible, my eyesight improved within that day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even still right now. And that was so interesting to me that that just popped into my head and I was inspired to do it. And I went with that and there were benefits that I never expected Mm -hmm. to come out of that Mm -hmm. along with being, you know, calm and, uh, better able to serve other people because I was in a better state of mind after Mm -hmm. that little, you know, 10 minute stint of just sitting out 
by water. So I think that's awesome. Everyone needs to just go do what they're inspired to do, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, taking off their clothes and streaking or (laughs) do that. Yeah. Always do that. I love, but it's so good when you said like to break the routine or like the program, I have to go do laundry. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's a story we tell ourselves and we don't really have to Right. Like, let's get over it. Right. I know that I told myself that because, Mm -hmm. and I'm still learning, but I truly don't think that I knew how to live. Mm -hmm. Right. Unless someone told me Mm -hmm. how to live, even though I hated that information and I hated getting it from someone else, Mm -hmm. it truly was all I knew how to do. Right. So like Mm -hmm. when I graduated from high school, Mm -hmm. all I knew how to do was to go to college. Right. Because it was programmed into you. It was a program. Right. When I graduated from college, mm-hmm. all I knew how to do was to apply for jobs. Right. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things. Right. I don't think that, I, I certainly don't think that college was like the most serving mm-hmm. time of my life. Right. I don't think that it was like the most inspiring or beneficial. Mm-hmm. I think that I probably, had I been programmed to be introspective and Mm -hmm. meditative Mm -hmm. and connective and Mm -hmm. to do the things that inspire me from a young age. Mm -hmm. I think that I could have probably begun building this business when I was like 15. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's something you were born to do. This is what you were born to do. Hopefully. Maybe. You know. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And it may change. It may transition. Who knows? This is definitely, I think, what I'm supposed to be doing now. Right. But, um, but it, it, and that brings up like a conversation of the way that we, you know, educate the -hmm. way that we like raise children. We'll talk about all this. Right. It just has to be talked about. It does. Indoctrination. (laughs) Indoctrination nation. (laughs) indoctrined into humanization yeah robot robotization <laughs> wow we're, we're killing it <laughs> <laughs> we need to meditate more on our vocabulary skills change everything uh do you want me to pick a card definitely for for the listeners mm-hmm. out there okay this is from the soul's journey there are lesson cards by James Von Prague. Good job. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to shuffle these cards. I love card decks. Me too. They're so fun. I know. This is something I get inspiration to do during the day randomly. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that it's just like, oh, you know what? Go pull a card. And it's always dead on. Dead on, and it can... Give you direction. Oh, yeah. And it can do so many things. Shift my entire day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy how that happens. I mean, but it's not crazy because it's how life is supposed Mm -hmm. to be. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay. You feel good about this one? I feel so good about it. Okay. Guilt. I release any beliefs that no longer assist in my soul's growth. That's... It's kind of like forgiveness. Mm Mm-hmm. You go ahead and, and read this one. You read it because you picked the card. Okay. Wait. Guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we forget how the alphabet works. Wait. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, this looks different. Looks a little bit like grief. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is guilt spelled like grief? <laughs> it's the wrong page. Okay. So, I release any beliefs that no longer assist in my soul's growth. The energy of fear has many guises to complicate your path to loving yourself. Guilt is the most devious because it is a wolf in sheep's clothing. It is a self-imposed emotion that pretends to be instructive and enlightening. Guilt can help us grow when we realize that our actions have been hurtful to others and that we need to make amends. After we do so, though, it's time to learn from the behavior and move on. The problem arises when we hold on to a guilty feeling that serves no purpose 
other than promoting self-destructiveness and low self-esteem. No one is perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. Guilt is not always rational, but if you examine it subjectively, act on it, and release it, it becomes a temporary emotion. Long-held guilty feelings are never good and will create a roadblock to self-love and happiness. You must continually scan your current emotions for any guilty feelings and bring them to the surface for analysis. Healthy guilt is a warning that action should be taken. Irrational guilt needs to be released. Wow. That was... I tried to Snapchat you reading the card. Oh, awesome. I love that. So, guilt, guilty feelings, letting it go, everything needs to be released, (laughs) expressed, forgiven, all good things, all good things. That's a really good... That's an amazing message and a really good card to pull for everyone. You definitely are not... Know that you're not listening to this podcast by chance. Right. Start operating in, in a sense of knowing that everything that you're doing is a part of your journey. Everything that you're hearing is a part of your guidance. Everything is a part of a bigger scheme and program than what you could possibly imagine. So this card was absolutely pulled for you and some aspect needs to be addressed and looked at in your life to ultimately bring about more happiness, joy, love, peace, and happiness into your life. And especially healing mm-hmm. overall. That was a good card. That was a very good card. A good way to end podcast number two. Three? This has been uh, like the fourth one. Right. We right. had um, <clears throat> recording problems. We have technological problems. <laughs> technical We're figuring it out. We are figuring it out. We it's tough being an it. alien. It's really not easy it's, not it's being a human. It's not easy being green. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy being an alien. So we're trying to human as much as possible. But it's just, it's difficult. We're doing a good job. We, You're killing it. You're I killing have, it too. I have way more problems than you do <laughs> being here. <laughs> We did a great job. We successfully recorded this podcast three times. Yes. You will be listening to the fourth version. Third time's the charm. It's amazing. We hope that something connected to you. We hope something resonated with you. Um, Follow us on Instagram where we post other content. Email us if you have any questions or topics that you'd like for us to talk about. Email us if you'd like coaching. Um, and what is, what is your, my, my Instagram name is Sheena Menina. Yes. It's my real name. My email address is Sheena S H E E N A at raw Republic juice.com. And what's yours? My Instagram account is at connection, holistic health, K I N E C T I O N H O L I S T I C. God, it's long. Health. <laughs> I'm not going to spell that one. Okay. And then... Uh, Same email. Connection yeah. Holistic Health. Connection Holistic Health at gmail.com. But yes, like us, review us, rate us. It helps with everything. And we will talk to you guys next time. Happiness, healing, That's love. so weird. I was just about to say happy healing. We love you. We're weird. <laughs>